first. Let's, let's set the scene. Let's set the scene. So, trying to, this season, season four. Welcome to season four. Hello, everyone. Welcome. I just want to set the scene. I want to do better at setting the scene. And make more of the fact that we are in a car driving. It's drizzle. It's classic British drizzle. I'd say this is... <laughs> it's, it's, it is. Well, it's funny, because I'll talk about this later, but, you know, I've been, been in the States the whole summer. And as soon as we arrived back in London, it was grey, dri- not not like proper rain, just drizzle, just drizzle, and yeah. like that, and colder than it kind of should be. Yeah, I feel like that today though, as well. It's only September the first, isn't it? It's yeah. 12, 12 degrees. That's not that warm for September. But it's fitting for the mood. It's the kind of. Yeah. Listen, let, I just want to be clear. I love my job. I love my job. I feel Me very. Too. Very lucky, we do. We, gen- we, do. we, we really talk about that a lot. We do enjoy our job, and I think that comes across in these recordings. But, um, but you, <laughs> s- <laughs> you still get that back to school feeling, don't you? And and it 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 kind of ramps up as as August comes to an end. And certainly, just the word September. Yeah. Does, do you know what yeah, I mean? I know exactly what you mean. I associate that word with just work. And that back to work feeling. Yeah. I mean, really, there's probably people who might listen thinking, "Oh, but guys, you've just had six weeks off. Yeah, we're, we're incredibly spoiled, lucky, but, yeah. with you know, to have that." But yeah, the back to school feeling is something else, isn't it? Absolutely, and it's like a deep breath moment. This, this very <laughs> moment is like, ah, right here we go. And going to bed last night, did you have that kind of? I'm not gonna lie, I was still in denial, even to the point when I went to bed last night. Like, I told myself I'd go to bed quite early, which didn't happen because I ended up playing netball at half eight, which on a school night is quite late. So I didn't get home until about quarter to ten. And I thought, right, I need to shower, I need to eat, and I need to go straight to sleep because that alarm will be a lot earlier than, than you've been used to. But even when I was sort of laying in bed, I was still a bit in denial that I actually had to get up and come to work today. It's yeah. been a while. I had a really weird dream last night. Did you? I thought I'd, you'd think I'd have a back-to-school dream. Yeah. I actually had a dream. I had a dream that we had to host Ronaldo at our house. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, Ronaldo's though. in the news a lot at the minute because he's about yeah. to move back to Manchester United. And in my dream, he didn't have anywhere to stay, <laughs> so, which is highly unlikely in real life. But in the dream, it was just yeah. Oh, Ronaldo needs somewhere to stay because he hasn't. He's just moved back, and Sheffield's quite close to Manchester. So, yeah, sure. I'll, yeah, all right. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll have him. So he was staying with us, and it was just like it was just really, just normal. It was just like just staying with us, and he was playing with my kids, and oh, wow. and people were coming round to sort of take have their picture taken <laughs> with him, and it was just like really just normal. That would be cool if that really did happen, wouldn't yeah. it? That would be very cool. Um, anyway, sorry. I I, I say that because I I would ex- I would have expected to have a, like a back to school dream. I normally have one of those, and yeah. it, well, they're not dreams; they're more nightmares for me. <laughs> I always have these horrible dreams where I just you forget. How uh, to teach. Yeah, I forget how to teach. I forget how to like manage children. They're just they're always. That's a nightmares. big one, isn't it? Oh yeah. goodness! Yeah. Like you can't. You got the kids are suddenly like animals, and you can't <laughs> control them at all in the dream, and and they're just. It, yeah, it's like you've lost all of your abilities. Yeah, they're horrible. So I think I'll get one of those in a few days. Yeah. So. 
Well, how was your summer, Gemma? I haven't seen you since that final day of the term, season three. It, yeah, lots happened for both of us. So let's let's start with you. With you just before I hit record, you said you've got your car fixed. Oh you, yeah, <laughs> big hat. I feel like this summer for me has been a little low key, but I've also done a lot at the same time. Like it's been super chill, but also super lovely. Um, one of the small highlights was that I did get that big nasty scratch on the side of my car fixed I don't know if I spoke about this in the past actually but I think you were too sad to talk yeah, about it I was very sad basically I scratched my I got this car in September new car last September so it's a year old now um, and it was actually in May I scratched the side of my wheel arch on a post and it was it was really ugly wasn't it when, when we think about it it, it was pretty ugly to look at. So I got that fixed. Um, which, yeah, so now it actually does look like a, a lovely new car. But that wasn't the most exciting part of my no, summer holiday. But it's a nice... But it was nice Congratulations. Too. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, summer was great. I had lots of time with my family, my friends. I, I enjoy summer a lot because I've got a lot of teacher friends. And I feel like it's a real time for us to kind of have some like good good time together. So, you know, the school year's always so busy and manic at times, isn't it? So, yeah, it was really nice to just switch off, just see family, see friends. I had a lot of, like, nice little days out, little weekend trips. Yeah, it was it was really great. But how was your summer? Cause... We had a big one. This, yeah, do you mind if I get into it? Um, so we went to the States. It worked out. It was touch and go whether, you know, I think in the... The last, one of the last things I said on on our previous recording was we had to even in those last few days before we planned to fly out we um, we had to jump through a lot of hoops to get extra COVID tests and, and obviously those needed to come back negative so that we could go um, so there was a lot of kind of anxiety around that like will we actually make it will one of these will we fall at the last hurdle before we even get on the plane and even when we get on the plane when, when we land in new york will they let us in will they let me in so the situation at the minute it or when we went has just changed since then is that we i technically i'm not allowed to go to the states at the minute on my own but because I, because my wife Catherine is a citizen um i'm allowed in with her so and she's allowed to come and go as she pleases so even with covid so and the kids are dual citizens so same for them so anyway i got to new york and and they gave they did take me off into a little room to do the thing you know and apparently in in new york they are famous for this so it's it's, it's slightly intimidating they're just doing their job and and they do it well um but that, you know they my british passport it flags on their system and they and because you know Brits aren't allowed over there at the minute you know they want to make sure I'm there legitimately and so they take me off into this room it's just a formality really but it's still quite intimidating so I'm sat in this waiting room with um, a dozen other people and um, and they're calling people it's a bit like at the post office they're calling people up well, a bit like at Argos actually <laughs> but, but but a bit bit heavier <laughs> atmosphere you know so you're sat waiting for your number to be called so <laughs> so so anyway but yeah just greyer and heavier and, and everyone that works there is super fed up they're just yeah. really grumpy because their job is basically rumbling people who have yeah. not it's not people that are trying to cheat the system it's more people that haven't got themselves organised yeah. and it's like they haven't got the right paperwork it's not, I don't think they're trying to do anything 
sinister. So for example, there was a lady in front of me, she had a three month old baby, and the officer, who was also a young lady, she was berating this woman, this British woman who had a baby. So the British woman had an American husband who wasn't there, but the little baby, three months old, was was strapped to this lady's, you know, um, uh, strapped to her shoulders, and she and she's berating her. She's saying, "Why haven't you got the right documentation? Why did she?" And she's being really sarcastic. So she's like, "You didn't think to Google it. You didn't think to oh. Google Google what do I need to do for for my? I've just had a baby, and I." You know, I'm traveling to America. Should I get some documentation for the baby? You didn't think to Google that? And she just kept going at this woman with the baby. And I'm sat there watching. He's doing it in front of everyone that's also waiting. And I'm thinking, if these people don't think twice about laying into this woman yeah, with a baby, <laughs> they're not going to think twice about laying into me if I've got anything out of place. So it really ramped up the kind of... Um, the nervousness, the anxiety in the room, because everyone's thinking, oh, <laughs> so but, so this lady's like really apologetic and really sad, and um, I and and this so this other lady's great. Now I'm going to have to do loads of extra paperwork. You know, she sat, sits down, makes lots of huffing and puffing. Anyway, as she's sitting down to do that, my name gets called and I go up and I mine was a lot less dramatic and I I did have all my documentation in place and. Um, even though kind of half of it was still with Catherine in the other room anyway but it it was fine it was a formality in the end anyway the whole that was just getting in (laughs) so that's just to say that that getting into the country was you know we were holding our breath for several of those stages but once we were there it was a great trip we caught up with loads of friends and family we made a bit of time in New York um, which was great Um, and my my in-laws they've got new neighbors and they're they're so nice so this was an extra dimension to the trip that we've not had before so these neighbors have moved in since we last visited and they're just so kind and friendly that they they've got a swimming pool and so there's like insisting we go over there and swim in their pool which my which yeah it was so good so the kids loved that of course well we all did but the kids basically learned to swim Owen learned to swim in their pool just by just jumping in a hundred times and getting his confidence up and it was just so nice we ended up hanging out with these neighbors quite a lot and the really interesting couples they're they're four they're in their early 40s but they're retired so yeah so they were in the air force and and they've done their time in the air force and now they're retired and they're just yeah living the dream like they've got the air it's great so 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 the guy's called joe he's he's doing up this car basically his wife had this um I think it's a Dodge Ram pickup truck thing from the 80s, 1985, and he, his wife had it as a, had one as a teenager in the mid 80s, so it was very sentimental to her. She would often talk about it. Long gone, but he's found like another one, and he's basically redoing it all up. Oh, he's like a very skilled mechanic, and he, just lovingly restoring one to make it a similar well better than the one she had and it's just this lovely story so every few days we would check in with his progress and how he was doing and it was like really exciting because it was like we were part of this kind of it was just an extra thing that we weren't expecting and it was really I won't scream you could go in there look I 
do not like that car park. So. I will, I'll, what I'll do, we've just arrived at school, I'll hit pause and maybe we'll pick this, so pick this record. No, it's fine. Um, and I'll, yeah, we'll pick this up on, is that okay? Yeah, Okay, we're back and we've had our day at school and I'll carry on with the story. Um, so I was saying about, yeah, the neighbours, Joe and Bev, the, uh, my... my in, yeah, uh, re- really good. And, um, you just tell Bev's lovely, actually. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, so we went round there for a meal. Oh, no, I was saying about Joe redoing this car for Bev because oh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. you know, and it, uh, the attention... To, I think the thing that struck me about it was he's not just doing up a car for his wife... It's the, the sentiment behind it is is incredible because of the detail that he's going to. So there's little bits kind of under the bonnet, under the hood, where no one will ever see it, but he's put little oh. details engraved into the top of the engine and stuff that are little kind of nods to her high school experiences and stuff like that and her dad. And, um, and so while we were there... They need. They needed the body of the, of the thing to be lifted over onto the, um, it's like the chassis onto the, yeah. onto the main part of the car, um, over the engine and stuff. So he'd recruited all the other neighbours, and we were there, oh, and nice. I helped, you know, lift this thing up over the top and then pop it into place. And uh, and then sure enough, you know, over the next few days, he made huge progress on it. Anyway, it was just that was kind of as we didn't expect to that that was like an unexpected kind of extra dynamic and dimension to the to the trip and it was cool the other cool thing so we did all the kind of our normal family stuff catching up with family which was great um the other cool thing though that was unexpected was we we flew in and out of new york and i have an old school friend i mean this is like almost like an entire kind of podcast in itself like the search for my friend sam so I, when I was at primary school, I had a best mate called Sam. And he kind of disappeared, though. When we were... We lost touch a little bit in our teens. We went in slightly different directions. And by the time we got to our late teens, I saw him once when we were 19. And then never again. He just kind of disappeared. And so... Um, it was all before social media kicked off and... And he didn't have any siblings, and sadly his mum passed away, um, and he kind of didn't... He lost touch with his dad, and... Um, so anyway, so he he was off the grid, you know? Um, and when social media did kick off, you know, in the ten years that followed that, you know how a lot of your sort of old school friends would resurface, and you'd, you'd, you'd have a kind of a vague idea, at least, of what they were doing, and... Uh, reconnect with a few of them but but he never did he never he never resurfaced um and there were you know there were a few you'd see your old schoolmates every now and then less and less so as the years went by but a few of them had theories or they thought they'd heard something where he was in america in new york and sure enough he is in new york and i managed to track him down about nine years ago and i found that he he's running a cafe in brooklyn so i phoned this cafe this is in 2013 and left a message for him and he he emailed back and so then we re-established that connection and and we were took and so yeah and so 
but we were always thinking, well, how am I ever going to figure out a way to to see him? You know, in New York, um, is that even a, you know realistically can it ever happen? But yeah, on this occasion, we made it happen, and so we 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 had an we spent before we flew home, we had a night in New York. And and I sort of reached out to him and said, Look, "This is the situation. We're in Brooklyn, and, and I'm out with him." And it, it was a, it was just amazing. But it's such a surreal feeling when you meet up with somebody for one day every 23 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it puts puts quite a bit. It puts a strange. It's a lot of catching up. Yeah. It puts. It puts. It, yeah. And we were just talking, 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 catching up. And we both, all these details from back in our childhood, we were, you know, remembering and celebrating and talking about and laughing. And it was great, but it puts a weird, not a pressure, but it puts a weird atmosphere, like a, a quite an emotive, you know, emotional atmosphere um, on, on the day, on the moment, because you're thinking to yourself, well, I haven't seen this friend for 20 years. And and if I don't see him for another twenty years, yeah. that doesn't bear. That's kind of a really weird thought. So there, it just it's just really strange, um, but really great, you know. And and it was so so catching up with him was was really. And he met Catherine and the kids, and we had lunch at his his. If that's the last thing we did before we went to the airport, and um, he was just really generous and really kind. And we um, and we Catherine and myself, we were both quite emotional when we like drove away in the cab um, because it, it had this kind of intensity to it because of all those circumstances so so yeah it was um, it was a good trip it was a good summer and and it had a few nice surprises like that um, which was great so yeah I enjoyed that story that was a wholesome story thank you I mean there's loads I don't you know there's lots of extra details that I could go into but he's somebody that wants he's chosen to to live kind of off the grid by today's standards you know he doesn't he doesn't really like social media stuff he doesn't understand the the, the kind of the, the draw to that um which is totally fair enough and um i want to respect that as got well it, that. yeah i've got a lot of respect for that um but yeah. still a very very wholesome story i remember you telling me actually about the 2013 message to him a while ago I don't think it was on a podcast but I do remember you telling me that when you told that story then I thought oh yeah you did you you were in the cafe and yeah well it all goes back to the movie Back to the Future so when <laughs> when I was a kid I watched Back to the Future part two I was nine years old when that movie came out it was 1989 and I watched it with Sam and a few other friends a bunch of kids at the cinema and I very very vividly remember coming out of that movie and we I said to Sam or he said to me you know we'll be able to see what it's like in 2015 in the future yeah. <laughs> you know there'll be flying cars and hoverboards and and you know and, and that kind of sense of wonder you have as a kid when you've seen a movie like that and then of course we catch up to that date in 2015 <laughs> yeah. and he actually sent um he sent one of these movie like sent a back to the future movie book sort of um souvenir book thing um to the school and and one of my kids that I was teaching at the time came running in with it Mr. Dwight you've had a big parcel from new from New York had the big stamp American stamp on it and um yeah and it was from him and it was just a nice at the time we hadn't had much we'd only just started kind of emailing and and it just said you know 
we've made it to 2015, but it's not what we thought, but, you know, hope you're doing well. And that was, yeah, that's cool like when yeah. that sort of thing just drops on your doorstep. Um, yeah, so we talked about that and, uh, yeah, that's cool. That's good. Pretty good summer then. Very good. It's over now, though, and it's back to business, back to school. We've had a day of training, the usual kind of thing, just getting us back back into it and we've got to try and remember how to teach. How to teach, yeah definitely that's i had a few moments like that today where i was thinking oh not sure i do remember how to do this actually but we think this every september don't we we probably yeah. said the same on our first episode of last podcast we season. probably did that made no sense first episode of speak properly before monday don't i <laughs> um, goodness yeah it's it's i you know it's muscle memory i guess to some degree yeah. you get and um in two weeks time We'll be back into yeah, the rhythm, oh, the rhythms and routines, and uh, so, so yeah. And I kind of like that actually. I kind of like getting a couple of weeks under my belt, and then you're into yeah, the. You feel a lot better by then, don't you? A couple of weeks in, it's like oh. Yeah. The first, you know this is the hardest bit, the first step, the first step into a new school year. Um, but like we said earlier, you know, we're we're lucky that we've got good colleagues, and it's a good school with good kids, yeah. and it's you know it, it generally is a, is a job that we love doing so that obviously is a big bonus um so yeah well i guess we'll wrap it up there that's going to be a nice sandwich episode it is. if you know what i mean yeah i do know exactly what you mean um we've we've covered the journey to and from school today um that was an interesting yeah. she's pulled out there really nowhere to go She's obviously oh. very sheepish now. Yeah, awkward eye contact. What you very think? Awkward. Oh, everyone's looking at me. So we're just dri- Oh dear, <laughs> we're just driving. We've let a lady out, but she kind of pulled out before. We're in a, we're in a slow moving line of traffic. She pulled out and blocked the other Side of direction <laughs> of traffic. So pulled out before she really should have could have done. And then, of course, she's blocked for people coming the other way, and they don't take it well usually. No, they don't. And you get the it's kind British of British like standoff. <laughs> yes. Goodness. Yeah, a bit like the weather we talked about earlier on. It's um, the British kind of thing. Yeah, the awkward standoff, where you kind of know you're in the wrong, but you don't want to own up to it, so you just avoid looking at anyone. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm hope of... the moment passes by quickly. Um, all right well thanks Gemma that's kicked off season four, season four in style we should give before we go actually we should give a shout out to Ben our old friend oh, Ben yeah, and his good and his girlfriend Vicky who they've had a baby Woo. they've had a baby uh, they had a baby but um, I think it's okay to say yeah. uh, Olivia their baby was born very premature and so the uh, the first few weeks and months actually were, were you know were quite um pretty hard pretty hard for them the baby was only one pound and eight ounces yeah. when it was born and so she she needed a lot of help in those early months very stressful summer for ben and vicky so we send our love to them and but the good news is um olivia is doing really well and has now even been sent home she, she was sent home just the other day and they can start their their life uh, with her properly so that's really nice to finish very lovely on. yeah all right well we'll see you soon Gemma thanks thank you goodbye cheery bye <laughs>